He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Peter Hood on Shom 97.7. It's exactly a 20. Bonjour, Monsieur Hood. Bonjour, Monsieur Marie. How's life this morning? Oh, it's fine. It's just uh, everything is beautiful. Sun's going to shine. Oh, and the Canadians have managed to bring it to game number seven. Yeah, my question was not completed. I should have said, how's life on a Monday morning, the morning of a game seven between the Hats <laughs> and the Maple Leafs? Oh, That's it's just funny. excellent. You know what, Pierre? I had so much fun watching it, like like everyone did. And you know what's funny? The curfew had been lifted right on Friday. Uh-huh. And, and and I live in St. Henry. Everyone was out on the street way beyond, like, curfew time. It was a beautiful evening. And then I thought, well, the same thing will happen on Saturday. Saturday at 7 o'clock, the streets were empty. Everyone uh, was inside watching the hockey game. It was one of those magical nights in Montreal. It was so much fun. Yeah, and I think that that goes with the uh, the level of belief uh, in the team, Pete. I, I'm not so sure we would have said the same thing uh, six, five or six days ago. No. Uh, but <laughs> right. uh, now that uh, I, I, I think game number five, uh, I mean, it's easy to say in, in, you know, in hindsight. But my point is the way the team has played game number five, and it's not only the result, it's the way the team played number, game number five uh, gave some hopes uh, or, or renewed hopes. Uh, that the team could uh, could at least extend the series uh, all the way to the limit. And um, th- this also materialized on Saturday, although uh, there's a lot of fans, there are lots of fans who must have been worried like crazy in the overtime, uh, in, in the overtime period because yeah. the Leafs were so dominant. But uh, there we go again. Yeah. Uh, a hot, a hot, a super hot goalie in playoffs can do wonders, and this is exactly what Carey Price has done on Saturday. He what, was, what a performance! By well, him. you know what? All series, uh, he's he's been rather hot, I'd have to say. But he just he stole the show, I, I think, on Saturday night against the Leafs, especially in the OT, as I said, Pierre. Yeah, and it's easy, you know. The the, uh, the Leafs fans uh, through social media, Pete, are all over the place this morning, <laughs> and they're all over Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Yeah, uh, and and and. But but you know what? There's there's a reason because if if it's not they're not trying. I'm I'm watching while I talk to you. I have the um, the event summary of the game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean Austin Matthews actually launched 15 shots toward the net. Seven of it made it. Four were blocked. Four missed the the target. But it's still one heck of a one heck of an effort mm-hmm. by Austin Matthews. And uh, it's not like he's not trying. But hey. It's, it doesn't take rocket science to figure out where the pressure lies tonight. <laughs> I think that the Habs go to Toronto uh, with, uh, with basically uh, uh, all the positive pressure of a Game 7. And I think the Leafs will have the, uh, the, the load of the world on their shoulders. Yes, it will. Strong performance, too, the other night. we got to give credit to our defensemen, especially the big four, Pierre, for the Habs. Yeah. 37 minutes and 9 seconds for <laughs> Shea Webb. Wow. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, that is. It truly is. That's unbelievable. Uh, ben Sherratt, 35-22. And uh, if you look at the other columns, Pete, uh, you've got, you got a number of shots. You've got seven hits by Ben Sherratt. You've got five block shots. I mean, there's a, there are tons of, of giveaways, but when... Giveaways is always related to ice time, and it's always re- related to how... How often you're on the ice in in uh, in uh, delicate missions or, or demanding situations, mm-hmm. 
So of course, giveaways will will be higher for those players who are consistently used in those situations. The same goes for Jeff Petrie, who played 35, uh, 34-51. Uh, you see a lot of giveaways, but at the same time, uh, that comes with the, the task and that comes with the load, as I said. And uh, they've been absolutely uh, brilliant. Now, the big question, Pete, is there energy left for tonight? Oof. <laughs> 37 minutes? Wow. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, it's we'll a see. lot of hockey. <laughs> oh, God, is it ever. Uh, Corey Perry, too. You know what? Another uh, chapeau for him, too, this morning. That was such, in hindsight, such a great pickup at the uh, the you know at the beginning of the season for, uh, for Mark Bergevin. He's, uh, he's truly good. He's obviously lost a lot of his foot speed over the years, and hard years he has played. But you can just see his leadership out there when he's playing, especially with the young guys. Yeah, and I think that uh, there is probably, Pete, lots of leadership we don't see, you and I, yeah. uh, in the dressing room and in the airplane and in the buses and in various situations where uh, he can actually be uh, more than a big brother uh, for the younger players. Uh, he's been there so much. He's been around. He's played uh, most of his career uh, in in the pressure cooker of uh, of Western uh, West of, of 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 the Pacific Division right. uh, out west, he played in the era Pete where those teams were so big physically yeah. and the games were tough physically and he's been there playing the Kings uh, playing the the Sharks mm. and he knows uh, he knows a lot of that type of uh, tough grinding hockey uh, and and you're so right I mean all the speed he lost. He compensates uh, with great hands skills mm -hmm. still, uh, and the leadership is amazing. And, uh, and I like the way he sacrifices himself sometimes. Uh, I mean, in the mid-30s, which, uh, <laughs> which is quite old for a hockey player. Yeah, that's, 70, that's 70 for people like you and me. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the way he played is probably 85, right? Yeah, yeah right. So, <laughs> but, but he absorbs a lot of, uh, of the hits, a lot of the bad situations, so that the more skilled players can do their their job uh, better, and uh, I think that uh, this is uh, he's he's writing part of the history of that series as well for sure. Now we come to Jesperi Kotkaniemi. Did you see this, Pierre? You must have seen this Saturday night. Yes, Jesperi Kotkaniemi, number fifteen, was in his fifteenth playoff goal. Go, excuse me, fifteenth playoff game scored his goal at fifteen fifteen into overtime on the fifteenth shot in overtime, and he ended the night with exactly fifteen minutes of time on the ice. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Yasperi Kakinemi, and what a confidence builder that must have been scoring that overtime winner on Saturday night, eh? Yeah, did you go and uh, and buy a, a lottery ticket? Yes, of course I did. That's the first thing I thought. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I'll just can I write number I like, fifteen seven times? Yeah, well. I like those those number stories. Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I hope this will be a confidence builder because if there is one player uh, in the hockey planet that needs uh, building up. Uh, his confidence, his, his overall confidence level, it's Jesperi Kotkaniemi. Um, I, I, was, I was one of the, uh, the many uh, worried people uh, and, and hockey observers about the way he ended the season or just went through the whole season. Yeah. And uh, there were some, some legitimate questions about uh, his, his overall development, Pete. Mm -hmm. And I think that as the series goes, he finds his groove and I think that, uh, well, first of all, 15 minutes, including overtime, 
is is time well managed by the coaching staff you have to limit the uh, the you have to limit and you have to be very careful with with various situations where you you put him on the ice but uh, wow what an amazing uh, goal and what an amazing um, morale booster for him and uh, we will see sooner than later tonight if the effect still uh, is going on so maybe he should be put on the ice uh, at 15 minutes of the <laughs> the first period what do you think <laughs> <laughs> wait 15 minutes you never know uh we'll see how it goes tonight good luck to the habs and uh, you know what Pierre? what's something i'm thinking about here is once we're done if we do get done with toronto and then let's say we even got into play winnipeg and we came out of this northern division you got to look at the hockey that's being played south those bruins who I like, uh, have been on fire. They are an incredible hockey team, and they proved it again last night against the Islanders. Eh? I, I think they're hard to beat since their big comeback, one of their games against uh, Washington. Was it game number three or game number four? Uh, it's, um, it's a team that has lots of character, and boy, what a leader Patrice Bergeron is, uh, Pete. I, I'm sure you're a big fan of him. Yep. I am a big fan of him as well. Uh, this is a team that plays with huge confidence right now, and I, I will say the, the key ingredient is that each player does what he's supposed to do. So Patrice Bergeron is supposed to lead the dance. He does. Brad Marchand is supposed to, uh, uh, to bother the opponent. He does. David Pasterniak is supposed to score. He does. And Tukarask is supposed to make saves. He does. Yeah. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's the bottom line. It's a very short and simple uh, recipe for the Bruins. But they are doing it so far, and they may well be uh, on their way to the uh, to the East, uh, quote unquote, uh, conference final uh, after, in a couple of weeks from now. And if I'm not mistaken, Pierre, the way it's divided up now, we could actually, if thing, if, if if the fortune worked in Montreal's favor, we could actually see Boston in the Stanley Cup final this year, couldn't we? You could, you yeah. could. Wow. And uh, that's that's quite interesting. And uh, what will be interesting, Pete, is uh, what happens in round number three. Uh, our Canadian borders uh, yeah. possibly be open uh, in an exceptional basis to get games played in Canada. Well, we still have a couple of uh, weeks to go, but uh, we the heck the echoes we get uh, is that this is a strong possibility. So Good. it's wait and see for the third round. But in the meantime, let's finish this first round. That's it. And, uh, Let's see how the Habs are doing tonight. 